All right. So we just got a boatload of productivity knowledge. I mean, I think we just had one of the most intense, here's what you need to do sessions ever. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to uh, Chad this morning to start us out with the notes that he took on productivity. I, my brain hurts. <laughs> I know she's uh, I don't, I don't know what the average level of speed talking is, but she's a little bit higher than that. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> so I, this is one you can go back to listen to two, three, four, five times and probably pull something else. Cause while I was still chewing on one thing, she went on to the next. So you, you guys will have to fill in the gaps uh, of uh, the few things that really stuck out for me. But I love this topic um, because time, understanding and, and, and valuing time and understanding it for what it is, is so important. And then just getting better at being focused, you know, and, and really intentional. That really what focus means is being intentional, right? And the only way we're going to be intentional is if we start with the end in mind and we actually know where, what we're working towards specifically. So the more specific that is, then the, the easier the focus is and the better our time management becomes. So just a few things here. The order we fill our day matters. I love the jar analogy and I didn't catch this before, but the truth is, like she said, if you put the sand in first and then the pebbles, you can't fit the big rocks. You got to put the big rocks in first. And so first, first things first, you know, the big chunks, the most important things that you have to figure out, you know, those two or three things that you just have to, that you know that in your knower that you have to get done every single day. Like one she mentioned was exercise. You know, we know that exercise releases endorphins. It makes us feel good uh, in, in a lot of different ways. It affects every corner of our life. So that's just a really, really important one. Knowing ourselves enough to know how much sleep we need, right? Some people need eight hours. Some people need six I would say everyone probably needs at least four or more, but I don't really think anybody needs 10, right? And I think there's a point if you sleep too much that you actually, it actually hinders you. And so just knowing that for yourself and, and having a game plan so that you're getting that, that amount of sleep. Um, let's see here. So she talked about the stones and for her, you know, the meal prep and the exercise and the work time and the family time and the mental health time and just understanding and really thinking through those, those different things that are important for us. I love when she talked about her theater uh, college professor that that, um, you know, four time quadrants. I first learned about that in, in uh, the seven habits of highly effective people. And this what's so important about this is it's natural for us to do to to our time to be stolen by the urgent, non-important things. You know, the phone call from a, uh, somebody that you haven't talked to in a long time and you end up on the phone for two, three hours with them. Now, of course, there is a, a time to do that, but we can't, we can't just be open to all these distractions all the time because the distractions will come. The one that most people don't think enough about are the ones that are non-urgent, but important right? Like when I think in context of this business, it's, it's non-urgent to have a bunch of people at conference, but it's so important. Like even now we should be talking about planting seeds about conference next year. You're like our team, we're doing a big contest this month because we're doing a team retreat. We're going to have 40 or 50 people at our team retreat in September. So 
that's like a, a non-urgent thing, but it's so important to build, you know, the glue is the relationships in, in this business. So whenever you can get around your people, and it might even be just a once a month Zoom where you just hang out with your leaders and you just connect. It seems so, so non-urgent, but it's really important for the long terms. It's the building of the relationship, which is the, the value that, that, we're, that we're adding and the investment that we're making to our team, which doesn't always have to be business specific. So um, I love that, understanding that. Uh, review tonight what needs to be done tomorrow. Um, I wrote down here, personal flow, personal energy. You know, part of this is just, again, it's, it's being self-aware, right? It's knowing who we are. Like throughout your day, when do you have to be 100% and when are you best? Are, are you are you more likely to be 100% early in the morning and take care of the early morning stuff? Maybe that's when you should schedule your work Zooms because you're on it and you're motivated and you're excited. Or maybe you're someone that does better later in the evening and so you do more personal type stuff in the morning and later in the evening is when you bring your energy to other people. You do calls maybe in the evening, work with your team. So just knowing when you're able to bring that 100% uh, something she said, I didn't catch it. Maybe you caught Joel. She said, multitasking is the barnacle on the underbelly of something, something. I was like, oh man, that's, I love, that's one I need to go back in here. Cause I was just like, that's so true. And that's, that's what I tend to do. And I've had to learn about myself is that I will overextend and I'll just say yes, 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 yes. Till I have a hundred things going on and I can't do anything excellent because I'm got too much on my plate. So part of this too is learning what to say yes to and knowing that when we say yes to one thing, we're saying no to a whole lot of other things. You know, this last year, it was, it was uh, really kind of cool for me to learn that some people just say, hey, I'm a firm no here. And when they decide they're a firm no to one thing, then that's already like they're saying no a hundred times because maybe you just decide, hey, you're not going to speak on someone else's podcast, whatever, right? And so you're a, a no. And pretty quickly, people understand, well, he just doesn't do that. Right. And so you're a firm no on across the board uh, in that one area. So I think that's that's important to understand. Um, a few time quotes here that I jotted down. <laughs> Squirrel I got on a little rabbit trail, but I think these are good. Benjamin Franklin said, lost time is never found again. Uh, time is the most valuable thing a person can spend. The key is not in spending time, but in investing it. I think, Joel, you said that last week. I love that. That was a Stephen Covey quote, too. Um, and then Harvey McKay said, time is free, but it's priceless. You can't own it, but you can use it. You can't keep it, but you can spend it. Once you've lost it, you can never get it back. And so, wow. Um, eliminating distractions with intention. I love the idea of our phone knowing, am I using this now as a tool or a toy? And being realistic about it. Because we might intend to open it up and use it as a tool to build our business. And next thing you know, we're like laughing and, oh, wow, look, somebody's got a new notification popped up. Brand new TikTok. Click, click that. You ha, ha, laugh. Oh, this person's funny. And then an hour later, you're like, how did I get here down the TikTok rabbit hole? <laughs> I've been there. I'm sure some of you have been there too, right? And, you know, the last one I'll say here is uh, focus is like a muscle. You know, and, it's, and we have to just spend time focusing and understanding what that means. And again, just at the end of the day, giving ourselves a report, you know, where did we do real well during the day or did we blow it? Did we just, we don't even know what happened. Like, what did I accomplish today? Oh, mm, 
<laughs> not so much. And that's why I, my default is always going back to the plan, do, review, plan, do, review. You know, if a, if a week goes by and you haven't moved the needle in your life, then, then the re, when you're reviewing that plan, you just have to look in the mirror and do a checkup from the neck up and say that last week's plan didn't work so well. Let's make some adjustments this week. Maybe be a little more focused, maybe fill my day, be, be more uh, aware of where my time is being spent and make some changes. Uh, I think John Maxwell said, the only way I can guarantee that tomorrow is going to be better is to grow today. So um, I got a lot out of this one, Joel. And uh, even in the midst of watching this, I got distracted. So obviously there's some, some work I need to do on being more focused. I'm sorry, I, w I was distracted. What'd you say? I'll start with the gateway squirrel, what? Yeah, exactly. No, I, I completely understand that. So uh, we'll, we'll send it over to Tay, who's been laser focused this entire time. Yeah, I definitely wasn't. I started actually with my baby here and I'm just trying to watch and she, like, she don't care. She don't care nothing about focus. She just needs that attention. So uh, I just thought it was just so uh, relatable. Everything that she talked about, like you can just hear like when she's talking about sitting down trying to do work and she's looking over at her husband trying to do math homework with the kids. Like all of these things were super relatable. So just hearing from the standpoint of somebody who's not just, you know, giving you the seven steps of how to do something, but she's actually laying out into like a, a realistic version of like what it actually looks like. And I think for us, uh, just within our business and the way that we build within this uh, just this new generation, I think it was just so accurate because like we can all relate to the things that she was saying. Like you can just look down, like you say, you want to check your phone and then the next thing you know, your phone open up and you're on Facebook and some group talking about Jeeps or something. So I just think it was just so real how it is. So I think probably the first thing she talked about was uh, time inventory. Uh, she asked the question, what are you filling your time with? And I think that's super important before you can do uh, anything else. Like uh, you have to like take that inventory of what you're spending your time with, who you're spending your time with, and you have to identify the time wasted, the time stillers, and you have to remove yourself from that. And uh, when she was speaking, I went back to my uh, notes because I just take a lot of notes of everything and I always put it down because I never know when I need it. And one thing that I had wrote down was once you understand how, val how valuable your time is, you will begin to protect it from the time wasters and time stillers. And I think that's super important because once you do that and that person do call you, who you know, they only call you to talk about drama, then you probably let it go to voicemail. And then when they send a message, you say, I'm busy, I'll, t I'll talk to you later. And I think that's how you protect your time. You stop giving time to the people who you know are going to waste it. Uh, the second thing, uh, which is uh, I thought was super important, uh, she said, make a list of the important things in your life. And I think you have to identify those things. I know we talk about balance within this business. And I just love hearing it from her standpoint because uh, it's not a sense of balance. Like you give everything an equal amount of time. Like, no, you list the, uh, the, the, uh, you list the important things and you give those things some time every single day. And I think that's balance in the sense of like the overall scale of your health. Like you can't invest 100% of your, in your business and zero time in your marriage because your business will grow, but your marriage will decrease. Uh, same thing with the relationship with your kids. So I think you just have to be intentional about what's important to you, uh, whether that's your business, your faith, your health, uh, whatever the case may be, and you have to invest a little in that uh, every single day. Because at the end of the day, I, I, the thing that I love about this business is you get to integrate those things into your business. Like you should be talking about those things because this business gives you the freedom to do these things at a level that most people can't do it. And you get to earn a significant amount of income while doing it. And now in state, 
the enclosure, the statement, the disclosure. So I'll in, insert that there. Uh, and just the third thing, and I love this, uh, and I think it's uh, this is super important because we do work from home, so it's easy for our time to get away from us. Uh, she said, add structure to your life. Uh, and this is one thing that my wife has struggled with because she can build this business all day long. Uh, but at the end of the day, like something that she stated is burnout is real. And if you don't have that structure, if you're not telling your time where to go, uh, then eventually you will get to that point where you're just bogged down with feeling like you have to do everything. So I think you have to be intentional about uh, adding that structure to your life. And you can't just add that structure and uh, assume uh, that your spouse or your kids are going to respect that structure that you've added. You actually have you have to communicate those things too. You had to set aside the time. Like when my wife wants to work, the first thing that she's already made it known to us uh, and the kids is I'm going to my office and work. And we know once she wants to go in this office, this is her protected time. She is not to be bothered when she comes in this office, but she's already set the expectation for us. So I think many times with people within this business working with uh, significant others, you have to communicate because you, if you don't communicate, you can't assume that that person knows. So uh, that really stuck out. And just the last thing that I said, uh, not, she talked about burnout is real. Sorry, my dog is going crazy. I'm getting distracted. So. Uh, she talked about burnout is real. And she said you have to choose a time to start and to choose a time to finish. And I think that's super important. And for me, uh, it's awesome to hear that because just we had a girl on our team who just promoted to presidential this month. And she experienced that last month. And her husband came up to her because she would go to bed crying and she would wake up crying. And he was like, I don't think this is worth it. And she would talk about the time that she just didn't have any time set aside for her kid who just turned three years old. And what she did this month was uh, she did what Pastor Michael Todd was talking about uh, a couple weeks back when we listened to, listened to him. She, he said, don't strive, strive. Take those long intentional steps. And that's what she did. She was intentional about her time. Instead of going to sleep crying, like when she finished getting her work done, she put her phone down because she knew it has to charge and she spent time with her husband and her kid. And that gave her more peace. And she said she's just felt more ease, more at ease in building her business, not from a place of desperation, but from a place of abundance, knowing I'm not just building this business to go presidential in one year. I plan on being here for 30 years. And I think that's the expectation that you got to have, whether you go presidential uh, this year or whether you go 15 years from now, you're still going to go. So I think you have to look at the long-term effects of what you want your business to look like. And you can't burn yourself out because at the end of the day, the devil, Satan, he always wants to get you to go one mile power faster than your desired speed because he knows he's, that's going to burn you out. It's going to create strife and it's going to create tension towards you, tension towards your business. And you're going to be focused so, so much on the burdens of the business that you won't get to enjoy the blessings of it. So I think you just have to change your perspective on how you approach this business and always make it fun and always make it uh, in a sense that like you get to do this business. You get to do it in a way that involves your family. You get to do the things on your dream board. You get to talk about the freedom that you have. So uh, this was uh, super cool for me because it just spoke to the realities of what we really deal with. And I got to see like the behind the scenes of like, I think about my kids. They pick up those iPads and it's like, dude, what app did you download today? And it's like, they see it more as a toy. And I think for us, like Chad said, when we get on TikTok, we can easily get in that strolling mode. And that's me saying like, you're treating it as a toy right now. So you have to be intentional about your time. You have to treat this. Are you doing things that's gonna build your business? Are you doing things that's gonna be productive? So uh, you just have to learn to protect your time. And just, uh, I definitely have to go back and read some of this. She was talking and my baby was doing all her thing. And I'm like, I just totally miss a whole bunch of stuff. So I look forward to just going back to this and just kind of picking up some of the nuggets that she dropped down as well. So good. All right. So to make sure that 
Tay's okay. We're just gonna go ahead and screen share this right here. Legally, I have to show you this chart so you can stop thinking you can get rich without working hard. So you can just go ahead and pause it, read all the small letters, look at the numbers, and just know that there it is. All right, I'm gonna stop the share. I'm gonna give you guys my insights really quick. Uh, I, I love this because of the fact that time is the great equalizer. We all have 24 hours a day. The people that are most successful at life are the people that know how to utilize that 24 hours better than everybody else. Now, the one thing that I do love that she said is one of the things that I'm super passionate about. I said in the chat that I'm gonna write a book on success from waking up at 9.30, not 4.30, 3.30, 5.30, because I, I think that puts a big burden on people thinking that they have to get up early to become successful. You don't, but you do have to know how to utilize that time. Because the reason why they want you to wake up earlier is so that you have more time to get things done. Well, it's not always about more time. It's the efficient use of that time. Uh, I love the time inventory formula using the jar as an example. I haven't heard that in forever and I loved it because it was one of those things that it, for me, the first time I heard it, it blew my mind. I was like, oh my gosh, most of us will look at that jar and look at the rocks, the pebbles and the sand and we'll put all the sand in first and then we'll put the big rocks in and then all of a sudden we've got all these pebbles left. Or maybe we didn't even get all the big rocks in because we put the pebbles in first. But if you put the big important things in first and then you put the less important things around it, there's so much extra room left over in the sands of time to create a legacy that is unbelievable. And that's where the successful people carve out the extra time to become successful because they're already doing the important things. They're already filling their time in with the less important things, but with the sand that's left, they found ways to utilize that to compound their success. You know, using Eisenhower's matrix of, you know, the top half being urgent, important, non-urgent, important, and then the bottom half of the urgent, unimportant, and non-urgent, unimportant, this goes back to the 80-20 principle. You should be spending 80% of your time on the top and 20% of your time on the bottom. But normally what ends up happening, we spend up 80% of our time in the non-urgent, unimportant quadrant. Now, this is the reason why. Guys, if you've never heard this before, this is going to radically change your life and your business. Our business is not an anticipatory business. Our business is a reactionary business. What I mean by that is, you have no control over your time with this business. The only thing that you can control is the effort that you put into it. But then the rest of it is at the whim of, just like she said, when that notification goes off on your phone that somebody's excited and wants to connect with you. You've got a customer that all of a sudden wants to order. You've got a customer that all of a sudden has a problem. 
Guys, think about this. When you are a customer and you're upset about something, you want somebody to respond that moment. You don't want to wait 24 to 48 hours for an email response or a phone call callback. So that is why your business is a reactionary business because you're controlling the work that you're putting in, but then the results from that work in that planting that you do is reactionary because you can't anticipate that if you put 10 host posts up that you're going to get 10 responses. You may get 200 responses and be like Chad's distributor that got 110 loyal customers last month. You can't predict that. So you're always going to be reacting. You're going to be looking at your phone, looking for emails. You're gonna be looking at your posts, looking for comments. You're always going to be reacting. But what you can control is the times that you allow yourself to do that. You know, like she said, make sure if you really want to disconnect, put your phone on airplane mode. You know, I have my phone set to do not disturb for specific times of the day, but that doesn't mean that the alerts don't pop up. That just means it doesn't make my phone light up or vibrate. To make sure that nothing comes through, you got to start using that airplane mode, which is something that I'm going to start doing now. Uh, time blocking. Time blocking is important. We talk about it all the time. Doing things in a power of a half hour. If you can block 30 minute time frames throughout the day, you know, I would say at minimum do two for your business. If you want to be a super overachiever, do more than that. But blocking out 30 minutes a day to do your seed planting and your going and doing the work. And then the rest of your day can be reactionary towards that. I love the thought process of using the app Calendly so that you can block out times. Most of us don't have people looking at our calendars. So I think we're pretty safe on that. But you need to make sure that you avoid burnout because burnout is a real thing and it happens a lot within our business. So make sure that you're taking time for yourself. I also love the concept of Time layering because I do that nonstop. Guys, I don't know how many times I've told you about Cardio University. Do your exercise while listening to a podcast. Do your exercise while listening to an audio book. Uh, I would love to be doing that right now where you see me working out while we're doing this. But since we have to host this and we have to be in a chair taking notes and doing all that, it's not possible it is possible, it would just look really distracting for you guys and we want you guys to get the best value out of this so we personally aren't working out while we're helping you guys. But the rest of the days, we are. Use your focus strategy number one of exercise to help set up the rest of your day, guys. Exercise is so important. Like she said, there is stacks upon stacks upon stacks of research and studies done on how just 20 minutes a day of some kind of exercise, whether it's a brisk walk or full-on cardio, full-on CrossFit, full-on powerlifting, it will change your body and it'll change your mind to allow you to do everything else for the rest of the day. You know, managing your phone, we just talked about that. I love the thought process of don't let your alerts control you. You know, sometimes that anxiety, like she said, of the old ringtone that you used to have for a specific task that you haven't heard forever. And then all of a sudden it goes off and it brings back all that anxiety again. Eliminate that by eliminating the alerts that cause you the anxiety. 
you know, managing your inbox, turning it off, not only just doing an autoresponder, but doing the boomerang so that the stuff doesn't pop up. I, actually, when she just said that, I just went into my phone and turned off all the notifications so that nothing pops up and causes me to go, oh, I need to check this right now. Because the moment you see that little red dot on any of your apps, you know, you instantly go for it. It's like, oh, I can't help it. And then you hit it. And the next thing you know, time suck, four hours are gone and you weren't productive. I love setting playlists. I listen to music nonstop, just in the background. I listen to podcasts in the background. Something that will just basically, like she said, with the, the music, it will trigger your brain that it's time to work. After you've done it a couple times where you set it and forget it and do it during your work time, automatically your brain starts to focus and lock in during those times. And then Chad alluded to the, the practicing focus. It's a muscle that you have to build. You have to do it over and over and over and over again in order for it to sink in and to become a habit in your life. So we just went through training number two of the productivity pivots, but to recap the whole thing, focus step number one is know what you need to do. Make sure that you write down your to-do list and your goals so that you have a plan of action. You know what to do. Focus step number two, schedule a time for focus. Make sure that you're blocking out the time so that you're focusing on it. Focus step number three is eliminating distractions. Most people think that that's impossible, but the first thing that you have to do is believe that you can, and then you can manage the distractions. So hopefully you guys got a lot of information. Make sure you go back through and watch this again. Take more notes. I put notes up in the uh, group page so that you could actually have access to them and really, really dig in deep because I'm sure the moment that you grab hold of this and you apply it, you will see things radically change in your business, guys. So go out, make it an awesome day, and we'll see you guys here again next time.